Now, as I mentioned, Limerick's Vicky Phelan was honoured with the freedom of Limerick yesterday evening in the council chambers in Dora Doyle. She was honoured for her work in uncovering the cervical check scandal, her advocacy for women's health and the rights of terminally ill people to die with dignity. Let's have a listen to what she had to say about the honour. Well, when Daniel contacted me there before Christmas about it, it blew me away, to be quite honest, because I assumed that this type of award was for somebody who was born and bred in Limerick, you know, or in the particular uh, county where the award is offered. Um, So I was really chuffed at that, I thought it was. And then when he explained to me why and where it was coming from, that there were so many people contacting his office that wanted to give me some kind of an award, whether it was a sculpture or a painting or the Freedom of Limerick, that there was such a huge, um, wasn't there a huge, massive um, demand for something to be uh, given to me to recognise the work I've done, that that just, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I suppose that's why it means so much to me, because it's coming from the people. You know, and it's for the people that I've done all the campaigning that I've done over the last four years. So to know that that means so much to them really means much, so much to me, you know. What lessons, sorry, what lessons do you think still need to be learned from mm. the cervical check uh, yeah. scandal? Lots. And I think particularly in recent times, in the last couple of weeks with the whole scandal that has happened now down in uh, Kerry and with the C- the CAMS, the Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services, um, what really struck me, I didn't engage with it at the time because I just wasn't well enough. Um, I, I was tempted, I can tell you, to go on Twitter and have an old rant like I normally do. But I have to really watch myself these days because I get drawn in and then I can't pull back. But I did feel that when the Taoiseach made uh, his statement, I just thought it was so, uh, reminded me so much of what happened with cervical check. I mean, if, uh, you know, he said lessons should have been learned, that um, this whistleblower that spoke up should have been able to say what he had to say. And if the mandatory open disclosure bill was, had, been, had been in place, which it should be at this stage, in the patient safety bill that was put forward by us and which Gabriel Scali has put as one of the recommendations in his report and it's still not implemented. If that had been in place, this, this wouldn't have happened. You know, so here we go again. It's another scandal that shouldn't be happening. And again, talking about a non-adversarial tribunal that really doesn't exist in this country, as we already know. So there's a lot to be learned. And last one for me. What would you like Vicky Phelan's legacy to be? Um, Somebody who asks questions and who doesn't accept the the same answer, basically. And I think that's what a lot of people should learn from it, is that one person can make a difference. And if you ask questions, you know, the worst thing that can happen is people can say no. And sometimes it's a hard thing to ask a question and to ask a hard question. But, you know, if it's certainly if your life is on the line, if it's something to do with your life, you certainly should be asking more questions. And that's really what I'd advise anybody to do. So I suppose my legacy, I hope that people will learn to stand up for themselves. Vicky Dave Rally, I was just wondering the survival check by doing the self of which only ten women mm-hmm. have signed up to. Yeah. Not surprised at all. Yeah. Has I mean, that's been, yeah. It's been very, uh, very upsetting and very disappointing to be honest to see, particularly with the amount of money that's been spent on it. You know, well over two and a half million, and only ten women or families have applied to it. And we had flagged all of this at the time, um, and I think you all know that, um, that this was going to happen, that there weren't going to be too many people applying to it for lots of reasons, mainly because there's no advantage to women and families applying to the tribunal over the high court. Uh, what we were asking for, we didn't think was, you know, outside of the realm of possibility um, to make it more palatable and to make it more attractive to people was, uh, you know, to extend the statute of limitations. And that's something a lot of people would not have been willing to to um, 
to take that chance on the tribunal because you know we're now well outside the two-year limitation uh, and they said they do it on a case-by-case basis but unfortunately you know there is form there and uh, you can be sure that the defendants would definitely be using the statute of limitations if it came to it. That was one thing. And one of the other things that we had asked for was where there was a recurrence, which is a big issue for women in this particular area, um, like where there was a recurrence that women would be able to go back to the tribunal um, if the cancer came back and they wouldn't, they wouldn't budge on that. And you're talking about a very, very small number of cases, which is what we had kind of all the data to show for it, but there was no budging. So we just had to walk away, you know. Has that been an abject failure? Yes, absolutely, in my eyes, yeah. Vicky, you've been very public about the, the journey you're on uh, with cancer. Uh, can I ask how you're feeling right now and how was Christmas for you? I had a great Christmas, actually, much better than I expected. I, I had visions of ending up in hospital, which was really at the back of my mind for a lot of it, but I have a very good team who are looking after me. Um, between the palliative care team and my oncology team and they both kind of really work well together and it's taken a while to get to a stage where my medications are all kind of keeping everything working you know um, I had a scan last week and the results were not great but they were better than I expected I've had a huge amount of pain in my back um, in the last couple of weeks so what's happened now is one of my existing tumours has now grown into my spine so uh, luckily they were going to be able to give me some radiotherapy to uh, try and relieve that pain so that's great I mean it's great when they can tell you they can still do things it's worse when they can tell you when they're sitting there with no answers whatsoever so at least I can have something done for that so that'll give me a bit more quality of life um, the other thing then that I've had kind of issues with is just energy in general you know I've been very tired um, so I'm on some very low dose steroids to kind of help with that so that's helping so between the combination of that steroids and kind of extra painkillers and knowing that I can have radiotherapy to relieve this pressure on my spine will definitely help and hopefully give me a bit more quality of life so I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place at the moment. Vicky it's been shown that you know, many would agree we failed women in this country in terms mm-hmm. of health. What would be your message to government governments to come in terms of women's health? I've said it before and I'll say it again, I still think we need a Women's Minister for Health. Um, I've been kind of challenged on that before but I, I, I honestly don't think a man would ever understand what it's like being a woman or being in a woman's body um, and I think all of the things that have happened in recent times, particularly you know the murder of Ashley Murphy and all these attacks recently where you know it's still kind of put back on the woman that, you know, you should be doing this and you should be doing that and taking self-defense courses and having all these um, not pepper sprays, they're illegal, obviously, but, you know, that's put back on the woman. But why should it be put back on the woman? It's the same thing with women's health. A lot of the doctors, in particular in gynecology, are men. There's very few female gynecologists. How can a man ever understand what it's like for a woman to have a period, to go through childbirth, to go through menopause? And, you know, we've had all of this on Joe Duffy with Liveline, with the menopause scandal over the summer last year. And that just goes to show, even at this stage, the lack of understanding that there is for women's bodies in this country. So for me, I think the only answer is a women's minister for health. Vicky Phelan speaking to the media last night at City Hall here in Limerick. She received uh, the freedom of Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.